Happy Tuesday, Mark. Happy Tuesday, Susie. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back. It's been a minute since we've done a 10-minute Tuesday. Yeah, but it's fun to be back. It is. Let's see if I can figure out what a a, a, a normal week of work is like. <laughs> yeah. Well, not everybody gets the day off for holidays like that, so I'm grateful. Yes, 100%. Very yeah. grateful. And yeah. while we were gone, uh, big sales kept going. Yes, sales kicked off, sales extended, all lots of stuff. Yeah, so we're doing work with a lot of brands. So if you're uh, not paying attention to the opt-in emails where we send notification out that we've done some work with the brand and have created marketing assets, and in most cases, not all, but most cases, we'll install it on your website for you. Mm-hmm. Watch those emails because that's valuable marketing content that we will put on at no charge to the merchant. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and if you're curious, uh, everything will be is live in the page library, so you have access to them. Um, if you just want to kind of take a check, check it out before you have someone install it, just let us know. Or if you're curious, I'm like, hey, what have you sent out? Just let us know. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And um, here's something that came up a few times this week. It seems, and I'm going to preface this by saying, I do not know all the details. It's a kind of a just popped up thing. But there are more and more email providers like Google and Apple uh, that are requiring domain verification uh, records to be included in your DNS records. That's blah, 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 which all that means is they're just making sure that you really have the rights to use that domain so that you're not spoofing emails or being a spammer. Uh, and it's real similar to what I think it's real similar to what you know Facebook does and Google does. There are there are verification little snippets of code that you can. There's different ways you can do it. One of the ways is a little snippet of code. So it's something like that that goes in the DNS records. DNS records are the the back of the world website, internety things that tell domains where to go and what to do. If we're if we handle that for you, if if we're doing that, and, and for a lot of clients we do, we take care of their GoDaddy or whatever, just making sure it points to the website correctly. We can help with that if you run into it. But the only reason I bring it up early when I'm still quite ignorant about it is that if you see an issue with your email, it could very well be that. So if you're not getting mm-hmm. somebody saying I'm sending you emails and you're not getting them, it could very well be that your email provider is requiring this domain verification. So if you see that, reach out to the client success team and they'll they'll help figure out if we're handling your DNS and we can make it happen or what you need to do to make that work out correctly. Yeah, I love it. Let's, we'll get ahead of it. Sometimes yes. we don't have all the information, but we're spreading the word. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So it's good to bring it up early, I think. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about sales, lots of promotions. Maybe this is a good time for a little Tuesday tech tip. One more time. Tuesday tech tip. I can't believe I got that right on the first try. I, just, I know. I don't know why you even slowed down. You should just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> so good. I usually, I really stumble over that. But um, uh, supplier promo pricing. Yeah, we've got a feature in the supplier sync settings down at the bottom of that page that if a supplier that is connected to Smart Detailing is having a national sale and they send us those sale prices, you can check a box to enable the promo pricing. And that way, the prices just show up. So, and they do just show up, but in a certain circumstance. And that Mm -hmm. circumstance is if that product is only showing up on your website because of supplier sync, that's what promo pricing being enabled is meant to handle. So 
items you wouldn't normally worry about the price of because you don't have them in stock and they're, they've never been in your point of sale system. It picks those prices up and applies them. So if there's, uh, I don't know, a category that you don't typically bring in from that brand, then those prices get applied. But once that product is mapped in your POS data, your POS pricing is always going to win. And so it's really a two-part process. If there's a sale going on and you want to participate as a merchant, you should be updating your POS pricing in the POS system. That's the best way and the only way, really, to ensure that those sale prices get applied the right way at the right time. Supplier promo pricing is meant to be a a backstop or uh, an additive piece of that puzzle so that all the mini products that show up because of supplier sync get promo pricing applied. So it's two separate things. You can't just check the box and have it apply everywhere because most retailers don't want us overriding their POS prices. You know, maybe you don't want to participate in the sale. Maybe you don't need to, maybe whatever, but that's how that works. And another good point, and you you brought this up as we were getting started, mm-hmm. most POS providers, certainly the the predominant POS providers in our space are Ascend and Lightspeed, they provide product pricing and often sale pricing uh, either automatically uploaded or as a file that can be uploaded into your point of sale system. Take advantage of those. So so often we see retailers, particularly Ascend retailers, that might be struggling with getting sale pricing updated when Ascend sends a list out or they will update that pricing. So find out if your POS provider provides that kind of data and use it if they do. I think that's the best way to make best use of your time and make sure that sale pricing, if you want to participate, is always uh, uploaded and correct in your point of sale system. And that's the best way to make sure it ends up correct on your website. So if you know a sale is starting, feel free to reach out if you want to help just kind of like check all the boxes, literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, we'll check some boxes with you. Yeah, you've got to go through. I was like thinking like a checklist kind of thing, like, but we're happy to go through that with you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this was our most, I think, um, 10 minute Tuesday. Yes. Well, we owe a few minutes, I think, from the last few weeks. I know. I get a little carried away, but I was thinking while you were talking, if this is how my mind works, I've been really on like a pasta kick. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm always into pasta as um my favorite, my favorite food category is carbs. Hence my cats are, the theme of my cat's names are carbs. Yeah. Waffles. And noodle. Noodle. Do you, you're a Midwest uh, Chicago person. We went to visit our daughter in Cincinnati and learn something we didn't know. There's this stuff called Skyline Chili. And there's a competitor to it. I don't remember the competitor's name. But when they eat the chili, they eat it on noodles and mm. with some cheese on it. And we liked it. So we started doing that. Turns out you can buy Skyline Chili in King Supers in the grocery oh. stores here in Colorado, which never noticed it before. It's ex- like $6 for a can of chili, Damn. which is ridiculous. But anyway, it's quite good. And it's on pasta. Hmm. I think, so I've never actually had it. Um, but I heard that Cincinnati chili has like kind of a, it, it has a lot of cinnamon in it. It does. It's got a lot of spices in it like that. So it's, I don't know if it's a, a Middle Eastern or a European, mm-hmm. the European countries like Czechoslovakia and those will use a lot of those spices. Mm-hmm. I don't know which it is, but it's familiar to me because half my family's got a Middle Eastern background. So that, yeah. that I don't know if that's why it appealed to me, but I, I thought it's quite good. But it is not the normal chili you think it is when, it, well, at least it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. When I'd never tasted chili like that before. 
Yeah, but I do like I do put some I put, do put my chili on some noodles, some cavatappi. That's my favorite. Mm. That is the superior noodle in my life. Gotcha. Probably besides not, the cat. Probably not good pre ride food though to have a bunch of chili. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as a rule of thumb, I try not to do like I we so we are a, we are a beans and chili household. Mm-hmm. I know that's a contentious thing. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I try not to do uh, too much fiber before I ride my bike. <laughs> okay. Good move. Move. Well, that seems like an excellent note to wrap up 10 Minute Tuesday on. <laughs> Get your fiber, just not before a bike ride. Hot tip of the week from Mark. Hot tip of the week. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. See you.